Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. I'm so glad that you're joining us so we can spend time together now as Kalyanamitta, good spiritual friends. What do you think? Does a gift need to be very big and expensive to collect merit? No, it doesn't. Our teacher, the Supreme Buddha, taught us that how we're thinking and the way that we give the gift are more important. This is really good news, since sometimes we don't have big things to give, do we? That means that if we learn the proper method of giving, we'll always be able to collect powerful good karma, even if our gift is very small. Today, we'll learn five ways to give so we get great benefits from whatever we give. They're really valuable, so I'd like you to write them down as the Bhante teaches us. We'll also recite the Mahakasapatera Bodjanga Paritta in English, so get your chanting book ready or click on the show notes link to download or follow along online. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Sanghaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi sanghaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dhatiyampi buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dhatiyampi dhammaṃ saranaṃ Gacchami Tatiyampi Sanghaṃ Saranaṃ Gacchami Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct. 
I observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem I observe these precepts for happiness in this life For rebirth in heaven To escape from the sufferings of sansara May it help me May it be a blessing Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu Namo Buddhaya So today we are going to learn about generosity. So being generous is one of many ways that we can collect merit. So being generous is all about giving something that is yours to others out of goodwill. Giving is where Buddhist practice starts. Once Buddha said that, if people knew, as I know, the results of giving and sharing, they would never have a single meal without sharing it with someone else. So it shows that point of generosity is not necessarily to give a valuable gift. It's the thought that we do it with that matters the most. So it's really important to know how to practice generosity in a proper way. So today we are going to learn how to practice generosity in a proper way. So Buddha said that there are five additional qualities that we should have when we are practicing generosity. So if we have these five additional qualities, it will give us much more merit by practicing generosity. So the first one he says we should have faith. So he, he says that we should practice generosity out of faith. So it means that we should have faith towards the Buddha and his teachings. So to get this faith, we have to learn his qualities and we have to reflect on those qualities. And we have to learn his teachings and we have to practice his teachings. So by doing this, we will gain this faith. So if we practice generosity out of faith, we will get an ad additional result. So we will get an additional result. So the additional result, he says, is you will become a beautiful person. So practicing generosity, he says, the result of practicing generosity is that you will gain a lot of wealth and you will be born in rich families. But because you have this additional quality of faith, you will be rich as well as you will be a beautiful person. 
So that's the first quality that we should have when we are practicing generosity. The second one he says we should practice generosity out of respect. So it means that now suppose we are giving something to a friend, a present. We can just give it without wrapping it using a nice wrapping paper or without using both hands. We can just say there's a present if you want you can have it. Suppose we are giving food. We can just give it. We, we can say there's some food. If you want you can have the food. Or we can if we are giving a present we can just wrap it, it using a nice wrapping paper and in a res respectful way we can give it to some someone. So he says we should practice generosity out of respect. Because of this additional quality of respect, the result that you will get, he says, is that others will respect you. Others will listen to what you say. So that is the result that you will get if you practice generosity out of respect. The third quality, he says, that we should have when you are practicing generosity is we should practice generosity at the right time. So it means that suppose there's a drought and people doesn't have food or water. So if we can offer food and water at that time, that is practicing generosity at the right time. Suppose it's cold and people, they don't have blankets. So if we can offer them blankets, that is practicing generosity at the right time. So he says because if we practice generosity, with this third quality at the right time, the result will be you will get things at the right time. Like suppose you are studying and you need some materials for studying. You will get those materials. Suppose you have finished your studies and you are looking for a job. You will get the proper job at the right time. So he says you will get this additional result if you practice generosity with at the right time. The third one he says we should practice generosity unconditionally means without any conditions. So practicing generosity with conditions means suppose you will give something to someone and you will expect something in return. You might think they, they will speak highly of you or you might do something and you might expect they will do something in return. And you might give something and you might you will want to see what they have done with the thing that you gave. So Buddha says that is practicing generosity with conditions. He says we should practice generosity without any conditions. So if you practice generosity with conditions, the result will be you will get a lot of material things like clothes, food, but you will not enjoy those sensual things, pleasures. But if you practice generosity with, without conditions, the wealth that you gain, you will be able to enjoy the wealth that you gain. You will get food and you will enjoy the food. You will get clothes and you will enjoy the clothes that you have. So you will get this additional result if you practice generosity unconditionally. And the last one he says, we should practice generosity without harming or pressuring yourself and others. So it means that you should practice generosity 
with the things that you earn in a good way without stealing without killing without bribing so if you should earn things in a good way and you should do, use those good things to practice generosity so the result of practicing generosity without harming and pressuring yourself and others is that the wealth that you gain no danger will come to the wealth that you have maybe from fire floods thieves nothing bad will happen to your wealth so supreme buddha said that when we are practicing generosity we should have these five additional qualities so by having these five additional qualities when we are practicing generosity it will bring us much more merit so having learned these additional qualities that we should have when we are practicing generosity we should try to keep them in our mind and we should reflect on them and we should use these five additional qualities when we are practicing generosity so can you remember these five additional qualities so the first quality is we should practice generosity out of faith and the second quality is we should practice generosity out of respect and the third one is we should practice generosity at the right time fourth one is we should practice generosity unconditionally and the last one was we should practice generosity without harming or pressuring ourselves and others so having kept these teachings in our mind let us reflect on them and practice them and gain lot of merit in our lives and may all of us realize the four noble truths in this gautama buddha's dispensation sadhu 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 namo buddhaya let's hear what two of you learned when you listened to episode 106 are your good qualities right namo buddhaya today i learned the four types of people in the world a mango that is unripe and seems ripe a mango that is ripe but seems unripe a mango that is unripe and seems unripe and a mango that is ripe and seems ripe a mango that is ripe and seems unripe is a person that seems messy or naughty but has very good qualities an unripe mango that seems ripe is a person who seems very stable and living a good life but has a very impure mind for example a girl who presents a personality different to different people in her society such as school teachers and parents this is an unripe mango that seems ripe a mango that is ripe and seems ripe is a neat person that has good qualities and a pure mind an unripe mango that seems unripe is a person who's not presented well as has an impure mind we should all aim to be a ripe mango that seems ripe This is a person who presents himself as a well-mannered person and has a pure mind, does not break the precept, and does good deeds. We spread all these merits to the heavenly gods, our teacher Pingwat Lokuswami Mohanse, and all of the Sangha, our parents and everyone who needs it. May they rejoice in this merit and attain Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, 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 
Namo Buddhaya. We'd love to hear what you're learning. Click on the show notes link to find out how to send us a recording. We'll play it on the air. Paritta chanting. Mahakasapatera Bodjanga Paritta. Turn to page 42 in your chanting book. In this sutta, the Supreme Buddha teaches the seven factors of enlightenment, the Bodjanga, to Mahakasapa when he was very sick. The seven factors are mindfulness, investigation of Dhamma, effort, rapture, calm, concentration, and equanimity. This Dhamma was so powerful that just by listening, the Arahant Mahakasapa immediately recovered from his illness. It's a great paritta to chant when anyone is sick. Today, we'll chant the entire sutta in English so we learn and understand the meaning. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Thus have I heard on one occasion The Blessed One was living in the city of Rajagaha at the bamboo grove in the squirrel's feeding ground. At that time the Venerable Mahakasapa, who was living in the Pipali cave, was afflicted with the disease, was suffering physically, and was gravely ill. Then the Blessed One, arising from his meditation in the evening, visited the Venerable Mahakasapa, and sat down on the seat made ready for him. Thus seated, the Blessed One spoke to the Venerable Mahakasapa. Well, Kasapa, how is it with you? Are you bearing up? Are you enduring your bodily suffering? Do your pains decrease or increase? Are there signs of your pains decreasing and not increasing? No, Bhante, I am not bearing up. I am not enduring, and the pain is very great. There is a sign not of pains decreasing, but increasing. These seven factors of enlightenment, Kasapa, are well expounded cultivated and fully developed by me. They lead to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbāna, what are the seven? 
Mindfulness, the factor of enlightenment, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana, investigation of the Dhamma, the factor of enlightenment Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Effort the factor of enlightenment Kasipa is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Rapture the factor of enlightenment Kasipa is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Rapture the factor of enlightenment Kasipa is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Calm the factor of enlightenment Kasipa is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Concentration, the factor of enlightenment Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Equanimity, the factor of enlightenment Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. The seven factors of enlightenment Kasipa 
are well expounded, cultivated and fully developed by me. They lead to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths and to Nibbana. Most surely, O Blessed One, they are the factors of enlightenment. Most surely, O Sublime One, they are the factors of enlightenment. The Blessed One taught this discourse, and the Venerable Mahakasipa, glad at heart, rejoiced in the Blessed One's explanation. Thereupon the Venerable Mahakasipa recovered from that disease, and that disease of the Venerable Mahakasipa disappeared instantly. Etene satchene suvati hotu By this truth may there be well-being. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu We're so happy that you were able to join us today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Now that you know these five factors to follow when giving, I'd like you to think about a time that you gave something in the past. Think about a specific thing that you gave and try to remember if you fulfilled these five factors. It's okay if you didn't, because now you know them and you can follow them in the future. The monks here would love to hear about the good things that you're doing these days to collect good karma and merit into your lives. Just click on the show notes link and record a voicemail so we can share it on the air. It'll help inspire all of us to keep practicing the Supreme Buddha's teachings. Now let's share merits. We can think about all of the good things that we've done together today, going for refuge, taking the precepts, listening to this Dhamma sermon on the five factors of giving, reciting the Mahakasapatera Bodjanga Sutta. All these things are very good actions to do that give good results in this life, the next life, even in future lives and may even help us to attain Nibbāna. So, when we do good actions like this, we like for others to have a happy mind thinking about these actions. So, may all heavenly beings rejoice in this merit. May our teacher, Lokusanya Hunksa, may all of our teachers, our relatives, our families, our friends, may they all have happy minds thinking about the wholesome actions that they've done. Through the power of this rejoicing, through the power of this merit, may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. Thank you.